is Yaya Sharil, and welcome to the Cultural Perspective series of the Torah and the Testimony Podcast, aka TNT, where we attempt to blow up the mountains of stereotypes and prejudices that divide us and build bridges that unify us. With my first podcast, uh, we're titling this one, How I Became an Israelite. Uh, There's a short answer and a long answer to this one. Uh, And we all know which answer you guys want. You want the long answer, of course. Uh, So I'm going to definitely start out with the short answer. Okay, the short answer is very simple. I was born an Israelite. So I didn't have to choose. I didn't have a choice. I was born into a covenant relationship with the most high God. When my ancestors said, all that you say, we will do. And then Yah and Yah said that you will be a chosen, peculiar treasured people. In which I will be very zealous for, right? And that's a covenant forever. Okay, so that's the short answer. Uh, so the long answer on how um, how I became an Israelite. All right, so uh, of course, you know, as people who endured um, 400 plus years of slavery being ripped away from what they knew at the time uh, as home, uh, yeah, um, we felt like that was something more out there, something something uh, more special um, in which we were a part of. Right. So we always we have always felt this way and for good reason. Right. So my journey started in 2014 while I was in college. I had a classmate uh, who uh, posed a question to me. All right. And the question was simple. Do you know that your ancestors are the men and women of the Bible? And so I really didn't know how to respond to that. I had heard um, people in the past kind of mention it, but no one ever went into any real detail. Um, So I just said, hey, you know, if you can't prove it, how could it be true? And so I just never really dealt with it. Uh, she produced books, and I'm like, hmm, you know, it may be crazy people writing these books. Uh, but, you know, I kind of dismissed it with not really doing any real research. And that was sad. But a lot of us do the same thing. Uh, we don't, we dismiss things without really uh, seeking the matter out. And trying to you know come to a reasonable conclusion. So I really couldn't process it, right? Because there were so many unanswered questions. And so the way that my mind is set up, I always try, I always try to, I always try to uh someone pose a question like that I always try to kind of put myself into it 
to see things from a different perspective. So, hey, I said, hey, okay, I'm I'm an Israelite. Let me prove that I'm not an Israelite. And so that's kind of how, in my mind, that's how I get to the truth, right? So let me try to look at it from a different perspective and disprove it from a different perspective. And so I couldn't disprove it, but I couldn't prove it. Hmm. That made me think. That really made me want to dig and search and find out what's really going on, okay? And so I know a lot of people feel like that, right? You have this unanswered question, right? But no one can answer it either way. And so that's kind of what we're left with. And so we have to just accept what people tell us. And I don't subscribe to that, right? So the Most High said that he would never leave us. And he would never leave himself without a witness. And so... Our witness kind of manifested itself for me. Actually, it was two witnesses. Uh, 2014, uh, I saw a blood moon. Um, I didn't know it was coming, didn't know anything about it. Just walked outside on the second floor of my um, my apartment. Me and my wife and my, uh, my, my eldest son, he was, I think he was two almost three at the time and so uh you know i had just finished school or i had just finished school and uh so i was working that particular night i walked out on the balcony and i looked up and um you know did what i um i always do just kind of walk outside and get some fresh air and i looked in the sky and noticed that the moon was super close and super bright and super red and so, you know, I pondered, you know, the first thing I did was I got on Google and, okay, and Google's, Google was like, oh, it's a super red moon, all right? And apparently it was a big, big thing, but I knew nothing about it, right? And so there was a second article and it said that, hey, there's going to be another one on such and such date. So I'm like, wow, that's amazing. How do they know what date? that blood moon is is coming on i'm like okay so that's weird so what i did is i went and searched the date that the next blood moon was coming on and it was passover and so i said okay well what date is this blood moon on and it was the feast of tabernacle from then on y'all i could not i could no longer celebrate easter nor christmas ever after that you're telling me that the most high is actually showing us things on the days that he told us to be watching for these things man that was amazing to me and um i've never turned back and no one no one told me hey this is why you got to be a hebrew israelite no one told me that the most high showed me that So, that's a great Hebrew researcher. Uh, his name is Benaiah Israel. Benaiah Israel. Uh, he has this series on YouTube called The Hidden Hebrews. And uh, he has other different shows. Um, um, 
um, King Dawid, um, 100 Pieces of Evidence, uh, different shows like that. So um, I started watching his shows and he really laid down the evidence for why um, who we are as a people cannot be disputed based on historical facts, historical documents, um, ancient books, multiple sources uh, that do not cross, right? So they're trustworthy sources, right? Because they had no impact upon each other, but they're both saying the same thing, that the Hebrews are black in different parts of the world, all right? So that's a really, really good series to, to kind of start off with if you uh, are just searching for evidence. If you were kind of like me, like I need something tangible, I need some proof. I need to be able to stand on something and have receipts, you know, before I proclaim and before I teach this. Right. So uh, the evidence is out there. It's overwhelming and it's not going anywhere. It's only growing. The evidence is only growing. Uh, ancient portraits are being found of Hebrews in the 1800s who were black. Um, and I said that like, <laughs> like they're not all black, but they are. Yeah. Um, and, you know, one thing we know for certain that the Bible is 100% black history. Um just from the beginning to the end, right? Genesis chapter 10, you see that Noah had three sons, okay? And Noah's son, Ham, is whom everyone say, hey, this was a black man. He was cursed by the Most High. Okay, well, son, um, his descendants, Egypt, his name was Mizraim in the scripture. Um, uh, his descendant, Philistine. His descendant, Ethiopia um, His descendant Canaanites You know So We were confused with all of these nations Right I mean I, I don't know how else to say that And fast forward You know We're, we're unearthing um, Portraits of The ancient Egyptians With, with their hair Traded. We're talking about kings and queens here. We're not talking about just regular people. Could have just been somebody who was passing through. No, we're talking about the ones buried in the pyramids, the kings, the queens, the pharaohs, right? King Tut, black man, his mom, black woman, his wife, black woman, right? Um, so this, this is not up for debate on what color the Israelites were. This is not up. This, that's not up for debate. The Most High settled that debate Okay So It's not up for debate That's ironclad Who and what color the Israelites were We're trying to move past that With this podcast We're trying to uh, focus Put the focus on Okay so now you're a Hebrew Israelite How do you move forward Knowing who you are And how do you keep the law Statutes and commandments uh, Day to day you know, and of course, we'll touch on who here, who the real Israelites in the Bible, and 
how we know and the evidence and we'll maybe even go to some extra biblical sources which we don't really need to but we will just to kind of certify you know they say that um you know you put it in the you put it in the book and the hebrew won't look in it right they say that the hebrew won't believe until uh, a caucasian tells him so we'll go to some caucasian sources uh we'll open some books up since we don't open books um you know these books are very expensive to buy because they have true history in them but hey we'll buy them we have them so yeah definitely so next big question i get man hey how are you different from a christian that believes that the people in the bible are black that's easy as a hebrew israelite we are commanded to do what the most high said but you may say well christians follow the teachings prescribed in the bible i would take issue with that I would take big issue with that and so this first podcast is not going to be a podcast where we really get into scripture because I just want to introduce myself and introduce what I'm what I'm talking about here and I don't want to just make anyone feel like scripture is being thrown at them right so the differences is it, there, there are really only three main differences, but the differences mean everything. OK, so who the people are. OK, but Christians say that, you know, we're all Israel spiritually. OK, but I would say that the most high said he chose a treasured people above all nations and prophetically that group of people. Uh, have duties right so when he returns that group of people will be kings and priests <laughs> okay so priests when we look in the scripture priests had certain certain duties certain obligations they had to do certain things they had to make sure the day-to-day operations of the temple um, were seen to you know, I don't know if anyone ever seen the show Downtown, Downton Abbey, right? So they had this huge staff because grass had to get cut, food had to get made, you know, rooms had to be cleaned. Of course, the people that stayed there were not going to, you know, do those lowly tasks. But they needed a very large staff to keep up the mansion, right? So the most high needs his people whom he chose to keep up with his daily task and that's us we are the priest we are a kingdom of priests that's scripture all right so the people uh is the main difference between the israelites and the christians okay the name Right, so he, he, I call the one whom you call Jesus Christ, I call Yahushua, right? Because the Bible said that he would come in his father's name. All right, so if he came in his father's name and English was not um, even 
thought about at that time? It can't be Jesus. Letter J did not exist at that time. Right? And so we have his name in the book of Psalms. Yah. And so we know that the letter J didn't exist in the time of David. We know. So, well, you may say, well, his name is, you know, it was not Jesus. It was Yahushua. Uh, um, Yeshua. Yeshua. Well, that wouldn't follow because his father's name was Yah. If he come in his father's name, it has to be Yah also. And that's why we call him Yahushua. Yah will save us. Yah is our salvation. Yahushua. Okay. And so there's no other, no other name under heaven by which men may be saved. Well, why call him Jesus if we know that that's not his true name? But, that's, but we only have one name under heaven by which men are to be saved. Or even can be saved. And in that name, you have to be baptized. So how can you say that you're saved when you're baptized with the name that is not his name? Last and most importantly, Hebrew Israelites keep the law, statutes, and commandments commanded by the Most High, commanded by Yahushua in Matthew chapter 17. Chapter 19, verse 17, I'm sorry. He himself commanded us to keep the laws. And then he went on to state which laws? The laws of Exodus. Again, he stated this in John 14 and 15. The last book in the Bible, Revelations chapter 22, verse 17, tells us how to get to heaven. And it's by keeping the laws. But Paul said, no law. First of all, I would ask you, who would you believe? If the Messiah was standing in the room and Paul was standing in the room and Messiah said, keep the laws. And Paul said something that seemed to contradict what the Messiah said. Who would you believe? Okay, that's settled. And Paul did not mean the whole law of the Old Testament. He meant the law of animal sacrifice. And that's in Hebrews chapter 10. Okay, so I know the difference between an Israelite and a Christian now. But, but what changed from the Christians in the book of Acts to the present day Christians, right? So why are the ancient Christians and the modern Christians so different? It's easy. Um, when you take the people, the culture, and the language out, then you're left with only religion. And you're left with babies trying to piece this thing together, right? For reasons that are not right, okay? Because there's power in the, in the words in this book. 
and every living human being knows. If you know the words in this book, you possess a power over people. And it's only because the most high spoke those words and those words are life. So the Romans, um, right around the time of, of Yahusha and the time right after Yahusha, the Romans were polytheistic. Okay, so they had all these different gods. They had the sun god. They had the moon god. They had the earth god. They had the god of medicine. They had the god of the king of the gods. They had the god of the queen of the gods. All these different gods. They had Mithras, Zeus, Apollo, Jupiter. All these different gods they worship, and so they thought it simple. Hey. Christianity is taking off. It is wildfire. So what we can do is we can just take the Christians and insert our guys into this religion and everything's copacetic. All right. But first we have to take the people, the culture and the language away and we can run this thing. Okay. I know you're saying, hey, man, that sounds really far fetched. Right, that they would still hijack a religion from a people and take the people away from it. Okay, so this is history. This is easily found in history, easily to anyone who wants to find this out. There's actually a History Channel special on this called, uh, called, it's a documentary, The Real History of the Roman Catholic Church. It's a documentary called The Real History of the Roman Catholic Church. Google search that. Look it up on YouTube. It's about an hour, hour and a half long, and it goes into great detail what they did with our religion, with our culture. Okay. And so even down to like the sunburst. All right. So ancient Christians didn't, they were monotheistic, not polytheistic. Ancient Christians uh, didn't believe that Jesus had a sunburst behind his head this this little light they always paint behind his head no that was a sun god component that they added to our culture our history right the god Mithras was uh, he was depicted with uh, a sunburst about his head so any Catholic service you go to you will see this sunburst and that's paganism that's false god worship okay and so in the book of Acts, you see Paul going around to different churches and he's installing bishops, right? Just like Moses, like when Jethro came to Moses in the Exodus, uh, he saw what Moses was doing and he saw the weight that it was um, placing upon Moses. And he said, hey, you know, and get this, Jethro had already prayed. He had already sacrificed to the Most High. So we know where he stands. He said, Moshe, listen to me. Man, look, get you 70 elders together and allow them to, to, to judge among the people. And if the matter is too heavy for them, then they bring it to you because this is going to kill you. And plus the people not being taken care of because everybody cannot have access to you anytime they need you. You're one man among millions. And Moses thought the thing seemed good. And so Peter... And um, Paul, when they were moving around Acts, they installed bishops in different churches, right? And so Rome was like, okay, we are Rome. We should 
be above all these other countries and churches. So we're going to take we're we're going to we're going to install an archbishop, which eventually became the pope under uh, Constantine. And we see so Rome had to remove the people because the people were a testimony, right? And we would not change our stance, right? So the great persecution of the Christians began both of the Hebrew Israelites and of the proselytes, the ones that converted. And so this is where modern Christianity began about this point. Okay, so we got the people, we're pushing them out. Uh, and, you know, we have the archbishop. Uh, we have our guys installed into this new religion. Uh, and we got a, the main thing we wanted was this sunburst. Oh, we got that. Okay, so the Edict of Mulan by Constantine 313. All you have to do is look it up. The Edict of Mulan by Constantine. 313 this installed Christianity as the religion of Rome but the polytheistic ideas never ceased about 10 12 years later Constantine changed the days and the appointed times with the Council of Nicaea in 325 AD and he established the observance of Easter. And he also added doctrine, new doctrine, like the doctrine of the Son of Man and the Holy Spirit. All this new doctrine he added that modern Christians still subscribe to today. And he did it without the Hebrew Israelites. It... <laughs> The Bible commands that Hebrew Israelites be a light to the nations. The Bible commands that the Hebrew Israelites teach the scriptures. The Bible tells us that the mysteries of the kingdom are given to the Hebrew Israelites. Why are Gentiles teaching Hebrew Israelites when the Most High commanded something different? One thing that we do know is the clergy of the Roman Catholic Church worships black images. But black people, black Hebrew Israelites worship. Let me clear my statement. Blacks who don't know they are Hebrew Israelites, but subscribe to modern Christianity worships white Jesus, White Caesar Borgia. Now there's something wrong with that picture. Not to mention that worshiping any image is unlawful. Okay, what about what about Christmas and Easter? I mean, these are like, these are in the Bible. Really? Okay. So, 
They want us to believe that Yahusha, the Messiah, the anointed one, Hamashiach, Yahusha Hamashiach, was born on Christmas. When the Most High already has holy days. That's evidence in the book of Chronicles when the most when, when Yahushua was born. I could tell you that it was during the Feast of Tabernacle, not Christmas. Easter, pagan holiday, has nothing to do with the scripture. Because we know the Bible commanded Hebrews to celebrate Passover, not Easter. But we would much rather stick our head in the dirt and worship and celebrate Easter when we know the ideals of Easter with the rabbit and the eggs are not rooted in scripture but we still we still dress our children up and do these things because we say hey man it's not gonna hurt nothing wait till the most high come back but hopefully you get right before then okay so uh if anyone has any questions, would like to point something out, would like to correct me, uh, would like to engage in any type of um, uh, conversation, uh, please email me at Torah Testimony Podcast at gmail.com. Again, that's Torah Testimony Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, next week, I am planning to have a special guest. And actually later on in this week I'm actually planning to have To recap this lesson uh, From different perspectives With a secular guest Or maybe a Christian guest Or maybe another Israelite guest So uh, stay tuned man And uh, thank y'all for listening again This is Yaya Sherell This was a tour and testimony podcast Where our main focus is Teaching Israelites How to live a life uh, according to the scriptures And um, Making it easy uh, And taking away The veil Right that uh, These new age modern Christians have put over The old testament saying you can't do it uh, So uh, thank you for listening Thank you for your time And I say shalom brothers and sisters Brother Yaya Sherell And as always I would like to leave you with this We are the chosen people The book called the Bible Is your black history book You were commanded to keep the Torah A.K.A. laws, statutes and commandments Based on Matthew chapter 19 verse 17 And 2 Chronicles chapter 7 verse 14 And remember Unlike others will say about us We teach love not hate Unity not division Yahuwah bless you and keep you Yahuwah make his face shine upon you And be gracious unto you Yahuwah lift up his countenance upon you And give you peace Shalom brothers and sisters